Hey girls, <laughs> we're back just in time. I hope you missed us. We wow. had a good time waiting outside. <laughs> that was such a close call. Um, beautiful. So um, we missed. The, I missed that entire track. So I think I recognized it from the last fifteen seconds. You know this track. You're free to do what, what you, you want, want to, to do. do. It's the ultimate yes. fuckboy like deep house techno. Right. Like yes, set. Sorry, I love that. Set, but deep house set track. But I fucking love it. Stunning. Um, okay, this is the what we call the second part of our show. We're gonna get on um, we our favorite segment here at No Boundaries uh, is uh, on this day, which I've talked about a lot. Um, so last week uh, on this day was the Tuesday that the show is coming out. What I do is we record on Saturdays because we're live on Etiquette Radio. And uh, I check Saturday and Tuesday and see what's the most interesting one. Because at the end of the day, we're not doing this to educate people. We're doing this because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, this, is a, this is for, like, Saturday. Just because this fucking day, su- such beautiful just events all around. So let me find... Okay. We start on this day with... 1594. Oh. Henry IV is crowned King of France. Diva. Iconic. Now, I have a little bit of a short bio on him. And this is probably, like, the best bio of a 16th century personality I've ever seen. I mean, it says, like, um, considered one of the greatest kings of France and was instrumental in ending the French wars of religion. Now, he's a Calvinist. He converted to Catholicism to satisfy the wishes of 90% of the population of France. Um, and he was the first of the Bourbon dynasty, which I don't know what it is, but sounds delicious. A Bourboni. A Bourboni. <laughs> of course he's not. Oh, my God. That was a horrible joke, but I support you. Um... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's uh, it's nothing is written. This is uh, off the cuff. Oh, off the cuff. Um, now so this is this is the part that I'm really interested in. <laughs> this is like like the guy who wrote this knew him. Like, yeah, he knew. <laughs> yeah, like oh Henry, he was a, a pal of mine, <laughs> a pen pal. So Henry um, was injured. <laughs> was educated as a Calvinist and enjoyed the outdoor life. <laughs> the outdoor lives. He perusing. Liked, he liked the barbecues. Uh, <laughs> Smoking some meat. Yeah, he had the patio. <laughs> he loved the patio. Gardening. Um, he had a reputation for being high-spirited and good-humored. That's great. He had a great love of women, which is so weird for a king. I mean, where do you have to point out in a king. Oh, he has a love of women. Love of women, and he had at least 56 mistresses. I mean, he's supporting. <laughs> yeah, 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 He's, yeah. like, feeding the children. Facilitating for the community. Helping out, reaching an ally. No, this is the, this is the last sentence of, like, the initial bio, and it says, His nickname was the Vert Galant, which means the gay spark. Excuse her? Yes, Excuse her. Indeed. Listen, I know plenty of gay sparks. 
<laughs> but <laughs> no one with 56 female mistresses. female mistresses what's happened what's the what's the what's the, what's the truth there i i think i tried to find some like gay like tea on him i think nothing i think gay back then was just happy yo like the happy spark but i like see it. fucking straight people appropriating our culture one more time just because we're happy like and you're miserable doesn't yeah. have to mean that do you know anything about the like history of how gay was going to like be like to mean homosexual? Um, well, gay as like happy has like a long-standing like etymological tradition yeah. in the English language, so that's pretty much standard. I don't know. I think the like because normally words, at least in English, to define homosexuals were like queer, but in the bad kind of way not uh, not in like fucking queer, queer. Girl, fucking queer yeah fucking puff uh, sorry wow. <laughs> <laughs> tapping into trauma <laughs> <laughs> that's what we called regressive <laughs> holy shit that was, i'm loving the waveform <laughs> you can you will see it for it's imprinted on ableton forever it's in these walls now that felt like 20 years of tiny bit of suppression all coming out <laughs> oh my god and but i think i think don't quote me on this but i think uh gay was the preferred term of like queer people so yeah. it's like the community built that term out Love but it that. was but it was slow because the uh, all the other alter alternatives were essentially uh, like slurs yeah but i you only in in um, in queer history you can't really like it's a fallacy to say oh ex historical figure was gay because there's no such thing as being gay until there's a community around being gay being gay right. is, is is more than just um like being attracted to men like you can say oh um he was this historical figure was in homo uh, homosocial relationships or whatever but gay is a little bit of a misappropriation of the term because they wouldn't understand themselves as gay or if like that gay only exists when people identify themselves it's not something that other people identify you as it's like a self-identificative term i think that's like the history that's, of I, it. Yeah, yeah, that's for, like that's an interesting, I guess, like sociological. Yeah, point. yeah, educating B because the because else it would be like a very essentialist way of like it sounds bad, but like before like the nineteenth, twentieth century, gay people didn't exist. People, pe yeah. same sex attraction existed Exi and same sex uh, attraction and people who are non heteronormative existed in cultural forms right we see this with like trans people in india like there is a community there there is like cultural relevance which is the same thing as yeah. being gay but it's just not the term not an appropriate term like these communities and these ways of living existed in the past but they just don't translate correctly to the word gay love that That's which actually do doesn't invalue yeah, yeah, yeah. invaluate the existence of homosexuals and trans people in history it just complicates this dialogue a little bit um yeah, like they did, because I, I, like, gay is now just kind of like a coin term for homosexuality, but I yeah. like the idea of, like, the sociological kind of, the gay started when community around homosexuality started. Yeah, that's, in the same way I say, you can be heterosexual without being fucking straight. Yeah. You can be a homo, you can be a homosexual and not be gay. Oh, yeah, yeah I've met You can couple, absolutely yeah. be a homosexual and not be gay. <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah i've met some of those fuck boys that train on fucking the, those cotty like what's the what's the name of that 
the fucking gym that every Burkine. Oh, oh, I know what goes. you're talking about. I don't Jesus. even remember that. Like, see, yeah, gym gays. Sorry, gym gays, not gays. No gays. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, stripping the word for gym you. Gym homos. Like, if if you are a part of like heteronormative patriarchal like uh, behavior and you're self-repressed, sorry, get the fuck out of my community. Love that. You heard it here first, people. Sorry. Okay. Uh, on this day, <laughs> seventeen hundred. English explorer William Dampier, which Dampier is such a good name. Dampier. Damp Dampier. Dampier. Uh, here it's a bit Dampier. It's a bit, damp- it's a bit Dampier than Sir, up here. I'm so Dampier. Is the first British person to visit the Pacific island of New Britain, which he names. Now. Oh my God. This we little. Love colonialism. This little queer. He um, <laughs> the bio is he was English explorer pirate. Privateer, navigator, and naturalist who became the first Englishman to explore parts of what is today Australia. So it's his fault. Uh, and the Australia. first Australia, Australia, and, and the first person to circumnavigate the world three times. Bad bitch, queen. Bad bitch. You know he sucked. He sucked that sailor dick. Oh yeah. You you do not circumnavigate the earth without. Sailor dick. I can. A hundred percent. You bet your ass if I'm taking a single boat trip, I'm sucking dick. Also, I'll show you a painting of him. Mm hmm. A hundred percent. Not gay because it's 1700. A hundred percent. Homosocial. Homosocial. Oh, yeah. Mama. Mama. He is, you know. Yeah. Like hand painted nails emoji. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been new. Yeah. I don't know the truth about him. (laughs) Me too. He seems fascinating. Um,. I mean, accomplished. Like, see, this is the thing. I hear accomplished, successful, relevant male person, can, in my mind, cannot be, hetero- cannot be heterosexual. Hetero- how, how can it be? <laughs> and also, uh, he was like one of the few uh, people, like at that time, that were kind of like explorers. Mm-hmm. That he was like, th- like what the a lot of info said about him is that he like was kind of also like a scientist, where he made like a lot of like the first. Um, I guess like um, fuck I don't know how this but he was like they all the sources said that he was like super into like methodologies mm. and trying to kind of like map things and understand through the stars and also like made a lot of just saw a lot of stuff that he kind of like transcribed and then was used in order to make actual oh, scientific discoveries. Okay, so not much of a colonizer, more of an explorer, which we also stand. which we all stand for. Yes, fully. We, st- we stand going on a boat and making maps. We don't stand murdering native populations. Yes, I mean calling that shit New Britain, girl. But I'm sure that wasn't his decision. I'm sure the the cunt who paid for the boat was like, you need to name it New Britain. New Yorkshire. <laughs> See, I think that he... Yeah, which it says, visit the Pacific Island of New Britain, which he names. Uh, he, I mean, here's the thing. I guess he might have been, like, a slut for the queen. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they, like maybe, maybe he was, like, her best gay mm, at that time. Besties. And, like, I'll call it New Britain for you, sis. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway... Uh, 1814 Ludwig van Beethoven <laughs> Oh, hi uh, So his 8th symphony premieres In F I love that I don't know anything about this Maybe if you have anything to fill in I'd, Classical music is not my I'm, I'm a classical music hoe But I don't really fuck with Beethoven 
but it's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's like it's the same way. I mean, as everybody knows the ninth. The ninth is the big famous one. Yeah, I think it's like if your favorite composer is Beethoven, it's I think it's the equivalent. If of your favorite composer is Beethoven, you drink Earl Grey. Yeah, and all it's I think it's the equivalent of like being super into drag and then asked, okay, who's your favorite drag queen? And you go RuPaul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's obvious, but I mean, let's talk about the culture. No, yeah. RuPaul. Eh, okay. It, yeah, it's very much that. It's very that. Now, this is still in classical music territory, but this is way more fascinating. So, 1854, composer Robert Schumann mm -hmm. saved from suicide attempt in, in the Rhine. Oh now, my god, the drama. The drama. I have some tea. I have some tea on this. So he, apparently Schumann, Schumann in his lifetime was... So this is one of the most uh, fun bios I've ever seen in my life. Apparently, he got um, forced into studying law mm -hmm. through his family. And then by the time he was like 21, he just like realized, I want to devote myself to music. So he started playing music under this super strict teacher, which uh, maybe I have his name here. Um, yeah, Friedrich Wieck. So the thing about learning piano, especially if you're 21, is that it takes so much commitment. I thought we were going in, into a Greek history sucking off your private tutor direction. I was very excited for that, but... No, but... It doesn't have that beautiful narrative, but it has a more interesting one. Okay. So what Schumann realized is that this shit will take forever mm -hmm. to learn how to play the piano like a actual like maestro. So let me get this fully right. Um, okay. Attempting to speed up his process, Schumann invented a finger strengthening device that instead caused paralysis in his hand. Oh, that is so fucking tragic. That is so fucking tragic. How badass is that? He's like, I'm going to strengthen my fingers so I learn faster. Paralysis. Paralysis. Oh, my God. It gets God. worse. It gets worse. It gets so much worse. So then he has to get a job because he can't play the piano anymore. And... So he gets a job. He's super into music still. Like he's trying to write like symphonies and stuff. So he gets a job um, in a, he accepted a post as music director in Dusseldorf. Okay. Okay. Let. Um, a position for which he was eminently unsuited. Because <laughs> it, it goes into as well that all his like contemporaries were super like social and charming and climbed up the social ladder to become the great composers, uh, musicians, and have that kind of prestige. Mm -hmm. He could not conduct an orchestra. He oh, was horrible God. at it. And he couldn't play because he was paralyzed. <sighs> So there was like, and he uh, and also says that he like in social situations he would sit in a corner and not speak to anyone. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to get a job. By early 1854, he had lost his job. Oh, also, T falls in love prior to all this with the daughter of his super strict German tutor. Oh my god. His trick German tutor who watched him get paralyzed because he tried to make a machine to send in his finger is like, no bitch, you're not marrying my daughter. Of course you can't touch that pussy. Yeah. I'm, like 
I'm yeah. sorry because I when, don't when, think that was what he was <laughs> worrying about. Like <laughs> she was my daughter. I was like, <laughs> like because I was super excited when you said hand strengthening device. Like, <laughs> oh my god, he changes lesbianism forever. Like he improves the lives of everyone. But no, no, he couldn't even. So um, he marries her by like fucking. I don't know what happened. Like force force marriage where they're like, oh my god, we slip in oh. like. We have a baby, so we're getting fucking married. Yeah. Kind of shit. Yeah, the, the phrase in Greek is they stole each other, which means like when you don't have permission, like they stole each other mm. and they did it like yeah. on the side so without. I, there, it's a big thing in Southern Italy as well. I think. Yeah. Scappati, like they, they yeah, ran yeah, away. Yeah. You don't know what they did, but the, the, the thing you do to avoid dishonor is get them married. Fully. So, T. Early 1854, he had lost his job. His marriage was deeply problematic, and his mental health was failing, Schumann... Oh, okay, was failing. Schumann attempted suicide, throwing himself into the Rhine. Okay. Now, I have two notes for this. Let's also point out, the cause of his madness was probably tertiary syphilis, <laughs> although his apparent manic depression cannot have helped. That's oh also... Oh, my fucking God. Cool. Now, to me, this is very fascinating, because... There's this like you also have tertiary syphilis. I also <laughs> I also love the fact that you like the main cause of like madness and actual disformity in people in the like 18 and 1900s like syphilis, syphilis. would just eat your head, like eat your actual skin. Jesus. And now we're like, "Eh, let's get an STD panel, get a couple of pills, that's fine. You got some syphilis, that's okay." Syphilis. Like back then like you would have sex and oh, now no, now no, your face fucked, is falling off. Up. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I also love like when you hear about suicide prior to like the 20th century, mm-hmm. it's all a little bit of like um like a drama queen trying to get attention cuz like here's the thing, to me like Jumping into the Rhine, not like a river, not like in a mountain in a river that's gonna drop you and fucking in the Rhine, like a nice civil little river. Probably the winter, so it's cold. But to me, like it's the equivalent mm. of like jumping off a plane to kill yourself. But you still have a parachute. Oh, okay. And you're like, here's the thing: I'll see on five thousand feet if I still want to kill myself, or else <laughs> I'm just gonna pop the parachute. Like I don't know. It's very romantic, but. Like, jumping in a river, it means, like, okay, now one of the ten steps to kill yourself has happened. Now you need to stay there, feel cold, mm. drown yourself. Like, it takes a... L- I mean, something tells me that with his physical performance, he would have not been able to escape from that river. Oh, paralysis might play a hand, yeah. Right? Like, something tells me that w- if... Also, I don't know, it was the Rhine ri- River chill, or was this more like a fast-moving thing i mean in my head the rhine river is it's a it was like a huge river it's a huge river that's what i'm thinking yeah like but if I, he's in the middle of it there's no way you're going out yeah but he was a city hoe i think he just jumped off a tiny little bridge into the canal and was like help <laughs> <laughs> someone please make a netflix series we need more insight I, yes, we, need the, we need the we need the eight-part netflix documentary yeah. t the the symphony that kind of made him famous during that time was dedicated to the Rhine. And it was released prior to him jumping into the Rhine. I love that. How I'm, good. I'm sorry, but at least he has taste. Like, he tastes yeah. for suicide. Like, because he knew that his Wikipedia entry would be fucking lit. He, yes. He knew. 
he all, knew. all of the info on him was taken from an article on the guardian from a Schumann, oh. like from a Schumann uh enthusiast oh. and he's like why does Schumann have a reputation of emptying halls and emptying no i mean like oh, concert halls, concert okay. halls. <laughs> okay i was like <laughs> queen <laughs> Filling them and emptying <laughs> yeah, them. them repeatedly. Um, no, so it's like there's like uh, apparently, uh, according to the man who wrote this, there's like um, a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking swear that term of people that like, love him to death and write things about him, and and then so many like classical music, Nerds. I guess like yeah, who will just walk out of the hall if Schumann's playing. Oh yeah, so okay. it's like a very weird kind of like a secta kind of situation. Classical music people are weird in their own way. Like to me, you you like classical like you're like a classical music expert. Like the pe- classical music Twitter, shit place, shit place. I mean, like I love classical music, but I don't engage in the critical discourse around 1800s white guys. Yeah, I think it's like a little bit ridiculous at this point. And um, like it's 2021. If you still if you're still talking about like romanticism, like I'm, research is research. But oh, Melissa, yeah. we have new things to talk about. Yeah, I think to me it makes sense to appreciate. I guess like the romanticized version of going to a big concert hall and sitting like in the theater seats and just I I get that whole aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But to me, this like level of like fanaticism and discourse around a genre that is based around like like i get it and i listen to classical music at times but to me it's it's like it's a little bit ridiculous like 50 year old guys just rambling about 50 year old guys that lived 200 years ago yeah i don't know 50 year old guys need need to learn how to get to the point (laughs) you're fast um okay let's we have a couple more on uh Okay, so last week on uh, on this day segment of No Boundaries, um, <laughs> here's the thing, every, every, every time, every day in the year that you're going to on this day, there's, there's always a Hitler fact. Okay, of course. Of course, and always a Beatles fact. And the Beatles apparently, from what I've gathered from on this day, were not the mellow, yellow, fudgy brownies that everyone assumes they were. Oh. There were a lot of like prison kind of like things Ooh, and uh, get it. police. Like, is this like white crime, like tax evasion, or no? When they were touring in Europe at that time, like sixties, early seventies, apparently you could get in trouble super easily with the authorities, and they were kind of. I think they were at that point where they were a little bit past the teenage. Hot, like hot, hot thr- phase. Yeah. So, um, they got in some trouble, but okay. 1925, super important. So, Hitler resurrects NSDAP political party in Munich, which I guess is Nationalism the citizenship, yeah, blah, blah, blah. which gave us a lot of beautiful things in oh the my God. Why years did, to come. Why did the writer choose resurrect as the term? Sorry. Um, I don't know. Call it a rebrand. A re- rebranding. Rebranding. <laughs> Jesus. And then uh, eight years later, the Reichstag German Parliament building destroyed by fire. Oh. Hmm. Possibly set by the Nazis. Possibly. Who? Blamed it on. Who? Blame and execute Martin van der Lubbe, a Dutch communist. 
Like it's the classic it, the classic Nazi move is burning down your own city and then blaming it on, on the, the group p- that you hate. Yeah, on the opposite party. Like how like in, at least in my history books in school, we, when I was studying history in school, it was like, no, 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 the Nazis set the fire. Like, we've been new. Oh, like, yeah. Like, we all knew. It's it's the exact move that uh, our leader and mentor, uh, Tiger King, used for his own zoo. Mm-hmm. He set it on fire, thus um, destroying all the film that was shot of him and the tiger. Fucking brilliant. He's still in jail because he's like... A bit of a I dimwit, mean, thank but... Thank God, thank God. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for him. I don't. Yeah. I He's kinda... not hot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of hot. No, in no way, shape, or form is that hot. Now, his meth boyfriend? That's another that's story. Hot. That's yeah, another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he has teeth, too. He was such a good groomer, though. You gotta respect his grooming, like, skills. You gotta respect the struggle. Yeah. I gotta, like... No, he... Not a groomer. He's, like, a fucking cult leader. Call leader, groomer, and also the best gay transitionist that I've ever seen in life. When you watch porn, <laughs> do you like the big dick or the small dick? <laughs> like, what mm. the fuck was that discourse? That was the, the that was the worst argument to turn a, a straight. Yeah. Ever. And it worked. It worked. It worked. I think the math did most of the heavy lifting yeah. in that one. Yeah. I think he's the, like. We weren't told the full story yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, his discourse was not the convincing part of it. I think the... Tina helped. Tina helped He had some help from Tina collab. Tina did the heavy lifting, and he did some of the just, like, recon work. Okay, now in uh, changing tone, 1977, icon. Keith Richards gets suspended sentence for heroin possession in Canada. Yes. Yes, daddy. Work it out. I love him. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> Thank you for all you've done. And then, shit. Okay, I got super scared because uh, I have screenshots of these, and it said ten fifty four because I took the screenshots last night, and I'm like, what is happening in this reality? <laughs> Am I that hungover that it's like eleven p.m.? Okay. And last uh, event of interest is nineteen eighty one. Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder record the single Ebony and Ivory. Oh my fucking... See, we were talking about doing an episode of music that we despise. <laughs> That's the crown jewel. That's the crown jewel. That's the crown jewel. I cannot... I cannot. A beetle... No. A beetle and a blind African-American man recording Ebony, Ebony and, and Ivory? Ivory? Get the fuck out. Out of here. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Ridiculous. Who... Who? Oh my god! I I oh my god! I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't even have to talk about <laughs> we it. We don't even have to mention it. Um. Okay, we're uh yeah running. Yeah, we're a bit long. We'll keep recording. I need to check the. Okay, let's go back to some music. Uh, let's get the music done. Let's get the music. Let the done. music play. Um. Okay. Let's do. Let's go a bit more electronic now mm-hmm. we're shift we're, f- we're f- everyone we've we've done the singer songwriter now we're shifting pace and we're going into dance music territory
boundaries um this week it's music you play in the shower and we're getting into the eerie gritty electronic stuff now mm -hmm. this the, is the the shower where you douche yeah, yeah not every shower is a morning shower some showers are golden showers sorry <laughs> you know what actually like i i think i took a note about it because a lot of people do like shower and like at night before they go to sleep like that's such a big thing what the fuck is that about i'm sorry but i get sweaty and stinky when i sleep exactly i'm i'm this yeah are you gonna i like the little uh oh, do you like that i like the little like let me low yeah oh yeah low pass her low pass her and I she's kind of like no anyway <laughs> <laughs> figuring out how to work a dj mixer no, but the, um, because also I think it's very much uh, like how you're used to, like how you're wired. Because for me, like for such a long time, I would work in bars. So like you get home at 10 a.m., you're not going to take a shower, shower yeah. after you had so much alcohol and you're so tired. <laughs> so like I was always of the kind of school that I'd rather go to bed dirty and disgusting and enjoy it and like, then in the morning you take a shower and you're fresh you wash away all the sins all the sins from every last night sin from last night get uh, washed off your body i'm so sticky <laughs> <laughs> i went to bed sticky <laughs> now i'm glossy N name of my autobiography i, I went, went to, to bed, bed sticky, sticky. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, beautiful. Um, I guess we. I think the second part is always the least talkative and more musical because I think like I vent for the first half, <laughs> and then by the second half, all that's left is the music and a couple of notes. Well, I'll, do you want to maybe say the title of the tracks we just played? Yeah, that is true. Uh, sometimes I don't because I'm like, hmm. I hate when people don't do that. I mean, everyone has like the Shazam shit or whatever. Yeah, but some tracks aren't on Spotify. Very true. So the last one was uh, Dead Idols by Roman Flugel. Mm -hmm. And the previous one was The Future by TPR. And the previous, I don't even remember what it was. So um, I don't even know what I played before this. Did you play something before? This? Yeah, I played one, and then you played uh, yours, and then I played one. Oh, well. Oh, well. Lost to the sands of time. Lost. Um, <laughs> the last thing, that was, since we're talking about Sticky, mm -hmm. so uh, because I was an art director in the shoot, <sighs> um, and I had, okay, so we were shooting Sasha's kind of like three-part narrative, mm -hmm. uh, or like visual thing for his EP, and Sasha is this tall tall beautiful blonde man mm. um like shoulders wide like airplane yeah yeah, yeah. Just, airplane 747 just gorgeous right so i i met him once before and i'm like i thought he was like because i didn't we didn't i was so drunk we kind of talked for a little bit mm -hmm. i'm like he's either like british or like australian like i didn't even register and then we was oh he has more of a, like a south african accent oh and i found so like jay like we we kind of work together on some stuff she told me dude he's from namibia he's a white beautiful man from namibia and so we're talking it's like his perspective on race is very different because we were because like she said because like i handle this relationship like i'm going out with a white dude because mm -mm. white dude in Namibia, very different demographic. Because mm. there's like 20 of them, I don't know. But they're also, are they, is Namibia like, are they, are they 20 and also the oppressors? No. Is this like a South African moment? No. Because in South Africa, it's like the majority of the population is black, but the whites, which are the minority, are the oppressors. So probably at some point it might have been the case, mm -hmm. but not for the last plenty of decades. Oh, that's good for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, Live your truth. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. But also the white minority is treated like fucking scum. Because obviously. They deserve it. They deserve it. <laughs> but like poor, poor Sasha, he's like the nicest human being I've ever met. Like Aww. he was directing the shoot and starring in the shoot. And the amount of joy that he would carry and the amount of like grace, like Aww. it's it was just like almost disgusting <laughs> like i was like no man is this nice quit doing that shit no, Stop. no. he was amazing but uh, anyway like so we had to do one of the shoots like he was we were rubbing him with like gold body paint and you so, didn't call me <laughs> he was like half naked we rubbed him with body paint all over and then he we did three or four takes and he was so sweaty that like the the pain was starting to melt so I, we had to go oh and like put more like over his sweat and lather it. it it was amazing multi-level multi-layer yes it was beautiful did it did he look like um you know that scene in is it gold finger where the girl is completely like covered in gold 
not not that much. It was more. It was a bit more subtle, but he looked like so when I so I started doing like the body paint. It mm-hmm. was kind of like a liquid, more of like a glittery after effect oh, thing. Okay. And I realized that under the lighting that they had set up, if you create little waves, it looks kind of like a golden statue. So then I started mm. just putting a lot of paint and just doing like gradient waves. Oh my god, you faggot. It was, it was fucking stunning. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say that. Creative director. Yeah. Oh, you, you need someone to direct? Do you need someone with good ideas? Someone Do you need who can someone direct that can give this sort of like shoe a kind of like an identity? Yeah, like a level up. A like level a up. higher level yeah. of care and quality. Do you want like actual like feedback that will actually shape the identity yeah. of the shoe? I'm Someone here. who matters. Someone who cares. <laughs> Paris Tatera Kurokopoulos, art, arts director. Oh my god, you said my whole name. Yeah. Wow. I know you. We've been you. We've been you. Amazing. So shall we jump to the next track? Let's jump. Uh, I have it up. Beautiful. So we the next track is Depths for Two by the latest Had One album.
Is she a DJ? <laughs> Maybe. She has been known to DJ around some spots in Athens. Mm. Um, we're back at No Boundaries, a show with music that knows no boundaries, with a host that clearly needs some, and mm. today you have two that clearly need some. Um, Beautiful. We're at the prime of our lives. We're. Uh, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> I'll stop you right there. <laughs> I, I have been prime age beef. I'm now yeah. grade B. I'm in my 20s. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of said that because I feel so shit today that I kind of... <laughs> you need the delusion. I kind of wanted to feel like I'm in the prime because <laughs> I worked for like two and a half days on the set and I couldn't feel my legs for two days afterwards. Mm -hmm. I had cramps. I couldn't sleep. I fucking... I slept with beer on me. Like it's... Yeah. <laughs> like it shouldn't be the case for a 23-year-old with... Uh, I don't know, fucking opportunities and uh, a future. think that future ahead. Okay. You'll have a bright future. And plus, if you actually go down the hill fast, you can use the pity card. Can I? I think you can. Okay. It's a mindset thing. Hmm. Anyone I can use the pity card if they're good enough at it. I'm very good at it. I'm very good at it. Like all my Greek friends will tell you, I'm, I'm, I have like, I think, I think I'm wired to be like a New York Jew that only complains. I think that's my... Have you seen Pretend It's a City? Oh my god. Ah! I watched only the first episode and I got enough complaining for the rest of my life. That shit is... Guys, quit. Stop. Pause this video. I know you're on YouTube. Pause the video. Go to Netflix. Binge watch Pretend It's a City. I, it's, it's... For me, it's the best thing that Netflix has released this year. Fuck yeah, I only watched the first episode. I need to finish it, right? Oh my god, you need to finish okay. it. Okay, okay, I need to. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the interruption. It just when you said like, oh, complaining. Oh, New complaining. York complaining. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. I, I, that's the thing. It's like, I relate to that 70-year-old Jewish woman more than any 20-year-old I've ever met. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm like that person. I'm the person that will convince you to go out when you're in bed in your pajamas because you want to get drunk. Yes. And I'm the person that once you're out of your pajamas and into the bar, I'll complain for two hours. I love that for you. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But it's uh, very lovely for you. It's an aesthetic. It is an aesthetic. I think I can, I think I pull it off. I, oh, you pull it off. It works for you. Because also well. my complaining is more for comedic purposes than actual. It, it's not mo bitching and moaning. That's the thing. It's like, I know people that only bitch and I want to fucking get their head and just like shove it in a bucket. Full I want to give them a real reason to complain about something. That's yeah. what I, that's what I can yeah, give them. Because the reality of it is like. I don't, like people that come from money that complain about every person in their life and they're like, eh, I, I wanna, I, I, no, that's not. <laughs> no, no, it was a joke. I know. That's not at all you. Like I know those people and they're unbearable. My mom knows what I'm talking about because that's all we talk about. <laughs> we all we talk about is because me and my mom have like this interesting generation gap where mm -hmm. my generation and her generation have more in common than the generation in between us. Oh. The genera in, in Greece at least So the generation between us Is the spoiled They're now in their mid-30s Spoiled fucking generation That came from money Because their parents were in that kind of Fraction of people that actually Could make money in Greece mm -hmm. That caught the 80s at so the mafiosos. right time No actually because The 70s and 80s in Athens People could make money what, From like tourism? From any, for any job would pay you real good money. Huh. 
like it was like a really good time for the economy so like everyone made excess money they could get any loans they wanted to and not repay them like that that's what ended up being our crisis still what you do yeah you, get, oh, you guys get all the loans and you just don't repay them but now with consequences now with consequences back then there were no, no consequences. consequences like no na- boundaries no, no boundaries consequences. no consequences <laughs> hey callback so yeah so like that generation only fucking complains they've worked three years out of their 40 like 35 year old lives like, oh my god oh my god so i talked to like maria and she like said like i don't know where are we like friends still oh and like my mom called me and she's like this month i'll only give you f- like 1500 euros because like I have metaphysical to- arguments about are you my friend i, I want to kill myself no time i have no time for that if if you if you if you're even in the mindset of thinking, I don't know if they're like my friend anymore. Like, no. The, the, what are you twelve? Yeah, they're not. What I, is this? Middle school? Are you fucking like challenged? Is this your biggest problem, really? If like you have to talk about it, it means that that relationship is it's, over. Is over, and it was never fruitful in the beginning. Like, there's a difference between I don't know if we're friends anymore, and I think we're drifting apart. Yeah. Like those are two. Th- those are two arguments, and I. There's a sea of complexity in between those two ideas. A hundred percent. Oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think my complaining is joyful. I think it's just like to uh, annoy some people for a comedic effect, and then just because I enjoy it. Yeah. But I don't really mean it. Like I have nothing to really complain about besides eleven things I can list right now. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you, <laughs> yeah. you, this place, this, this time. Yeah, my body, my brain, my... Yeah, but anyway, uh, let's not get into that. Um, let's let's have a fun time. I have a fun track listed up. Oh, I love that. It's, okay. call, it's called About You Now by Otto, written O-T-T-O. It's this cute, this new wave of like cutesy drum and bass with fun vocals. I actually know Otto. I, I think I know where this is heading. Girl, I'm the, very excited. The, uh, the guys... It, guys and uh, girls, guys and non-binary pals, uh, <laughs> go check out Otto's latest album. It's super long, but it's worth it. So love that. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> Thank you. 
we're back here at the Lazy Eye. Um, no boundaries is running a bit long this week. It's we just like it long. our excitement, and uh, I think it just like takes so much time to get into this on a Saturday morning. <laughs> morning. Uh, morning. I, I just keep calling it morning until someone no, corrects I, me. I'm sorry. I'm f- I'm fully aware that to me as well. Oh, yeah. I wake up at two in the evening. Well, that's the morning. Yeah, I'm having morning. breakfast. It's fucking morning. It's fucking morning. Yeah, the the amount of breakfast I've had at like 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you call it e- afternoon, evening, early yeah. evening? And how dare you? I'm not okay with people shaming me for waking up late because last time I checked, you weren't up at five o'clock in the morning. So shut the fuck up. Also, last time I checked, even if you were up by 8 a.m., what the fuck did you do? Yeah. Like, this year, where I'm actually being productive, like... We're growing. It's a growth year. Yeah, like, what I've had to do is I've realized that my most productive hours are from 6 p.m. to uh, midnight. Yeah. So what I do is I wake up morning for classes, and then by the time it's Wednesday, I, I sleep later so I can wake up later so I can have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in my productive hours so I can mm-hmm. get some work done so fuck you Uh, (laughs) fuck off you cunt (laughs) fuck off um yeah so i think we can get into like the last stretch of i could play like my last song oh okay do you want to play maybe a couple yeah i have a couple okay so do you want to go one i go my last one and then you go your last one yeah absolutely i'm very i'm very happy to share so i was gonna play some sewer slut but you guys can listen to that on your own (laughs) so the the thing I'm going to share with you, and there's going to be a little bit of a non sequitur between this track and my last track, but that's okay. Um, we like non sequiturs This here. is Exodia, E-X-O-D-I-A, 825 space HP, so 825 horsepower. Any track that has numbers and initials on it, you know, you know it's you fire. You know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Back, we're back in the shower. I know, it's a long trip, Melissa, li- but we're coming back to the topic at hand. Honestly... We're giving it, the people what we promised. If you want to consider it as a, like a long bath instead of a shower, <laughs> we're with you. Maybe you can like grab this playlist, just play it, take a two-hour bath, mm-hmm. and just drench yourself. Our sequel it. should be mu- music to drown yourself in the bath too. Yes. Yes. Let's let's do all our no like boundaries. aquatic theme. Aquatic theme. <laughs> <laughs> Songs to just like walk around the Geneva Aquarium too. <laughs> Songs to get weird fingers after you've been in the pool too long yeah, too. Let's, let's make it the most meta, like a three-year like thing where every couple of months we do one. A water and f- it gets worse and worse. <laughs> we're like the we're like the 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 bad Drexia. Yeah. Of, this, of, is the, this is the this is the white European Drexia. They <laughs> <laughs> were like, so they were all about water. <laughs> yeah, so what we do is like, what if you like stay in the bathtub for like 20 minutes and then your hands are like a bit squishy? Yeah, that's yeah, our that's aesthetic. We make music for that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what we want to do. Yeah, for squishy fingers. So I want you guys to imagine you're, you're in the shower, but where you really want to be is in an old Japanese arcade playing car arcade games, going super fast. <laughs> The lights are all low, and there's only like a couple neon signs illuminating the room. (laughs) 
honestly, fuck. honestly, fuck. I've never heard like distorted trance before. This is this is what trance music should have been should in have the been. early two thousands. I'm sorry, Tiesto, fuck off. Fuck off. Like <laughs> oh, trance music to me was always like such a like a trash, like cheesy, sub- shitty, normally yeah. normie. Because it also it was so based on the synth that will uplift you. Yeah. That I'm like, at least give me a good kick. Yeah. No. no he, this is uplifting because this it's is, so distorted. This is it's just insane. wall of sound. It's chaos. Fuck that was it's cute. everything you've ever wanted. We had a beautiful oh, uh, dancing God. moment at uh, the Lazy Eye Studios. This I, is, I think I, the Funkhouse foundations are crumbling. Are crumbling. Honestly, I'm never going to call this Etiquette Radio Studio again. This is the Lazy Eye Headquarters. The, the, the Lazy Eye Heidi Hole. Heidi Hole. Lazy Eye Studios, Lazy Eye Headquarters. Um, <laughs> okay, my last track for the shower uh, music you want to listen to, the shower. I always, this is what I always do. The title of this episode always changes. Okay. Go, music for the shower. Music you listen to in the shower. Music you want to listen to in the shower. Music, <laughs> music that, that the shower that, makes. That the shower <laughs> makes. Yeah. So this is my last track. It's from an album I hold very dear. It's by Jazz, all capitals. J-A-S-S. Uh, she's a queen of experimental electronic music. And this is this. Honestly, this is not reading. Uh, the CDJ is not reading the file correctly. So, I want to say that the album is called "Every Fish in the Pond," but that might just be the opening track. Mm. So I'm not sure. But you can. But you can probably find it if you just search it. You will find it because this is the second track of that album. It's called "Oral Couture," which is one of my favorite titles to any track ever, and. It's a bit intense. Oh.
that was Oral Couture by Jazz. And um, we're ending this. So what I like to do is like end it and then play the last track. Absolutely. So do all our, all our goodbyes and uh, mm. plugs and whatever it so is. Should I talk about the track before we end it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, before you talk about the track, um, do we have any final words of wisdom? I don't know. Uh, straight people, clean your asshole. Clean your ass when you're in the shower. Yes, because we actually, me and Felipe, we had uh, dinner and drinks. I think it was 12 hours actually Mm -hmm. with a dear friend of ours. Dear friend of ours who's um, heterosexual. (laughs) She said he's not straight. I almost said straight. I almost said straight, and then I was said heterosexual. who actually douches regularly, which was such a beautiful surprise. Like regular, as in before every sexual encounter, not as like a part of. No, that's a right? yeah. I had Nobody, no. We're not trying to say that you should douche because that's the clean thing to do. No, no, no. no. Douche but when you know that you're gonna use that part of your body. Yeah, but also like he doesn't, but he's like super proactive and he's like, listen. Like he wants to. Yeah. That's the thing. He's open to the idea. That's the thing. If a girl like wants to go down there with fingers or tongue or whatever, I wanna. Be responsible and prepared. I don't want to be straight. I want to be a, a healthy heterosexual that just. That fit. was a level of allyship to me. Like, I felt like, oh, that's the ultimate queer ally. Like, if you douche, you're a queer ally. You're a queer ally. Like, I haven't douched. Like, you're that was not a, a queer ally. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was very. Like, that to me stepped up the level of ally that I need to be. That mm-hmm. gave me, like, a. You, the, the, the bench, the, sorry, the, the lamppost just moved up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was very pleasantly surprised and incredible. inspired. And, yeah, and it, and it makes. It gives me great hope for the future. I'm like, oh, wow. Heterosexuals are getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. The quality is actually improving. Oh yeah, he's like heterosexual, like three point oh. Yeah, the va- he's we're the vanguard. Past two point oh. Yeah, we we've been like we've, we've been, been you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the level of coordination that we have is sometimes <laughs> problematic. Is a bit, like, problematic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. This was No Boundaries, a show with music that knows no boundaries, with a host that clearly needs some. And our um, theme this week was music to listen to in the shower or in the bathtub over three hours. Um, We're going to end it with this track uh, by Felipe, and uh, he's going to get into it because I don't know what it is. Just simple as that. So this is Fur Friends Gek, Z-E-G-E-C-K, Skelemaria remix. <laughs> I love that. Even when you're like selecting tracks, it, like it sounds like you're like to- like speaking in code. <laughs> like, like this track is was programmed in uh, C plus <laughs> plus, and, and this is like the footprint of the server that was the. This this is the following IP address. <laughs> this is the port number, and the reason why I chose this track is this is I mean it's one of my all time favorite shower tracks. It just. I start my day with this. I know I'm a, I'm like, it's the, I'm that bitch track. Mm-hmm. I am that bitch. And it's a great, like if, if soon you're going to have some kind of fun encounter, this is, um, a friend of mine described it as a lab anthem. So I'll give you the ability to discover it. Please engage with the beautiful vocal harmonies <laughs> and the dialogue that is happening in this track. So go goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>